I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, howdy there, friend. It's your kind of neighborhood sound wizard, Nick. Coming to you with one fantastic pitch. Now, if you love Rolling in the Geek just as much as I do, you'll also love to uh, check out their Patreon and maybe give them a little subscribe so you can check out awesome shows like their uh, 30 to an hour-ish, depending on how much bullshitting they actually do, of content of the pre-show that they put on there. And you also get Under the trench coat, which sounds a little something like this. Hello and welcome to Under the Trenchcoat, the after show bonus episode for Riven, the Shattered Continent. I am Ken Brown, your dungeon master. Is that Brad? Of course it was. Classy. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Did you? Did How you long do- were you clenching? <laughs> did you do it on purpose because you know that I edit uh, Under the Trenchcoat very little? Yes, that's right. Fart jokes are hilarious, but they also cover things such as. I think you're rubbing off on me because I, I think I have a, a, a potential crackpot corner thought. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm, okay, dude. Fucking. It might sound wrong. It might sound bad. But don't be upset. It's crackpot corner with Brad. Bum. <laughs> I, I don't I think this is the first like for real crackpot corner with Brad so let's let's fucking hear it what what if and maybe it's not that crackpot and I just think it's crackpot what if and you only got one spot that you can check that all out it's over there on Patreon so why don't you go on and go on ahead give it a give it a look give it a look see maybe get a subscribe and uh, enjoy the content right now let's get back to the regular episode I am Ken Brown, and as your Game Master, I welcome you back to the world of Riven, the Shattered Continent. Will the rest of this merry band introduce themselves? Hello there, uh, I'm Harkos Ironjaw Pissarro, and I'm an Alakokra monk. And the world is confusing lately, but I plan to use my second chance to give everyone else theirs. And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw. The world is strange right now. But I have given my word. No matter how fate directs me, I shall stand and protect those who cannot protect themselves. Portrayed by Brad Konauer. Thanks, crew. And thank you for joining us at our table. 
Now, prepare yourselves for Rolling in the Geek. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The B-team get their rest and meet up with Captain Kirby in the morning and go over plans for heading to the ship. He is obviously very hungover, and Trevor obviously does not like him. (laughs) They eventually head to the ship, a large well-crafted vessel with wing-like protrusions from the side and a massive center mast with exhaust ports coming off the back. Kirby lets them into the captain's quarters while his crew is finishing loading up the ship. There they meet Kirby's first mate, Lenara a dark-haired elven woman who seems as over-Kirby shit as Trevor does. They eventually head out to take in the sights of the ship, and they watch as the engines are fired up and protective bubbles form around the vessel from the etched dragonstone runework around the ship, and they pierce through the veil of the ley line and start making their way to Aetherport. And that is where we pick back up after our little vacation yeah. Uh, so welcome, welcome back to our table, everybody, uh, and uh, welcome to the ley lines. This is our second adventure through the ley lines. Let's see uh, if we can kill Trevor again. Woo-woo. Ouch! 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 You say ouch? I mean, last uh, what? I don't know if it was the last recording session, but. Couple of recording sessions ago, you got pretty down on yourself about poor fucking me. I caused all the problems. Boohoo, Trevor. It's not wrong. I know these things because I edit the episodes and listen. You go, and I'm Brad, and I brought back all the Methuselahs. Apparently, fucking <laughs> Jesus, just shut your mouth. <sighs> Over here saying, ouch, you welcome death as a brand new adventure. Uh, So you are all on the main deck of the Brava, uh, watching as the ley lines pass you by. Uh, You're actually pretty surprised at the the difference between the train car and this. Uh, And you're not sure if, you know, this is up to safety code, but, you know, the the train was all (laughs) enclosed. And so you were the the only time that you really got to see the ley lines is when you first went through them and then the shutters came down. So you weren't able to you weren't able to see everything. Uh, This is a very different experience. I that. It, it almost feels like you're underwater or you're traveling underwater, but it's it's obviously not the same. It, it, it's a mix between cloud and water and and light that you're passing through, uh, which all of this is a, an interesting experience for the all of you, which I, I would assume based on your experiences. Uh, but it seems to be fairly commonplace for the ship's crew that's around you that they don't even they're not even like looking. They're just going about their business. So you're standing out here on the deck. Uh, what do you want to do from here? Um, 
don't know. I guess just to back up Harkus's claims prior to boarding, um, he's Harkus is probably going to um, go try and find, just go up to the nearest um, member of the crew and ask if they need help with anything. Like, I have an extra set of hands. I did say that I'd work my way through this fucking <laughs> through this ride, so you did. You did. Uh so you head up to a uh, gruff looking orcish man who is loading uh it seems to be loading barrels into a cargo net to take below deck. Uh he, he kind of looks you up and down. What can you do? Um, well, uh, I don't, I'm not entirely sure that, honestly, the last few times I, I was on here, I was, well, not this ship specifically, but on, on a, a ship, but I was just a child and the, um, they thought I stowed away, which I mean, rightfully so. Um, but I, I um, I'm a quick learner. Unless you need things punched or stabbed, I I do that pretty well. Um, I just I want to make sure that I I do my part for Captain Kirby. So you you make the the you know punched or stabbed comment and. He goes, ha, 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 oh, if only, if only. It's not very often that we get attacked while we're out on the lake. Well, now you fucking said it, dickhead. (laughs) Sometimes other pirates do try to come and take our bounty, but it takes some courageous souls to try to cross from ship to ship while you're sailing through these. He kind of waves his arms around. I really wish you hadn't said that. Thank you for the imagery. (laughs) Well, you you think I'm going to jinx it? All right, hold on. He goes over to the the railing on the side of the ship. There. Better. I'm not saying I'm superstitious, but I am a little stitious, so. Michael? (laughs) Yes? Oh, you responded to it. I, I didn't know. I just assumed there was a, there was a guy named Michaelis Scottius oh, that used to be oh, that used to be on our ship, and he would say crap like that. So I I thought maybe you were in disguise, and you you came back because yeah, you you he got he got booted. I just. I, <laughs> You know, my friends and I, we don't have the best of luck with easy modes of transportation. And I thought maybe this would be one. And then we get here and then you decide to put out into the wide universe of, oh, well, it doesn't happen often. So we should be fine. And now I feel like the the balance of things is going to want to prove you wrong. And I'm sure it will be fine. And I'm sure I'm just being more stitious than usual and and I'm playing it up. I just I I feel like there was some narration at the beginning that said something about killing Trevor off a second time, 
and and now you've said this that how dangerous it is I'm just I'm overly wor thank you what would you like my help with you you okay no you I mean I been through a lot it, it, <laughs> I did knock three times on a wooden object that cancels out any kind of bad thing that could possibly happen. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, well, if you wanted to head below deck, there's a few that are going to be unloading these uh, the barrels and crates that I'm sending down. So if you wanted to go and help them, uh, ask for Evelyn. She's the one in charge of stores. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. No. Clip-clop off. I'll let, okay. I'll let Trevor and Phil know that that's what I'm doing because I don't have anything else in mind. I'll be like, hey, that guy said we could go do this. Feel free to join me if you want or fucking enjoy it. Entirely up to you guys. Trevor, what do you want to do? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking enjoy it. I'm gonna go up to the bow of the ship. Uh, Phil comes up behind you and uh, holds your <laughs> holds your arms out wide. Copyright infringement. <laughs> From somewhere below the decks, like, what do you mean, like a French girl? <laughs> you know all this is happening and my fucking parody is going to make so much sense oh dear yep. oh no <laughs> so stick around for that ladies and gentlemen but yeah I'm, I'm going up to the bow of the ship okay uh, you head up to the bow of the ship and I I think that the easiest way to describe this and think like wormhole, but in, in like sci-fi movies, uh -huh. that's the kind of imagery that you're getting as the ley line, as you pass through it, that it's creating this like pseudo tunnel effect that the ley line energy is bouncing off of these bubble shields that, that the engines of the Brava have generated and kind of creating a tunnel that you're passing through. Uh, it's hard to gauge speed. Like, you don't know if you're going fast or not. It feels like you are, for sure. But you're not You're you're not 100%. It's very difficult to get your bearings. Uh, but it is beautiful. And uh, even with your past and, you know, kind of the coming from from wealth, uh, this is not this is not something that you've experienced. Unless you have, which I, I think that we discussed this. No, that you yeah, we haven't. <clears throat> or or I haven't. That's that's what I meant to say there. Is there's uh, I there there's uh, central government ran airships, but uh, you've seen those before. And right. they're they're nothing like this, that they're similar to the trains, that they're very enclosed. Uh, 
and it, it shielded in the same way that the trains are. And you don't you get the sense that you would not see what you're seeing now. OK, if you were there or if it were one of those types of vessels, my, and my, uh, my my head cannon uh, for like the government type ones, because we talked about them a long time ago, too, that they were like government sanctioned airships that you could go on the like, quote unquote, legal routes. Um, my head cannon just likened them to blimps. And I was like, I mean, that sounds like it'd be fun for a minute, but ultimately boring. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely like my, my brain was like, we ever take an airship. I want to try and find pirates because I feel like that's the more enjoyable path than on your right. You'll still see steel shining siding. Jesus words. <laughs> They're just words. And they on your left, I, more steel siding. I said it right that time. I, you know, the 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 government ones, the, the central government ran, you know, trains and uh, uh, airships or whatever vessels that they use are are controlled by Rivosha. And so they have to have certain <laughs> Dear Jesus, they have to have certain safety guidelines, you know, done. And this is very third party, you know, kind of mom and pop organization here. <laughs> Get which out. are both Kirby, <laughs> both mom and pop. Uh, it took me a fucking and, second. <laughs> uh, so you, th- those safety guidelines don't don't come into play here. Didn't you but, listen to Trevor's backstory? He's actually he's actually a uh, a Rivosha employee. You didn't, you didn't know that, did you? Uh-oh. I'm undercover. Oh, Kirby's going to get fined. <laughs> hey, you've never paid attention to Trevor's shoes. <laughs> they're they're non-slips. <laughs> Are you sure? <clears throat> he did, he did, he anyway. forgot to put them on that day. I uh, <laughs> so so the there. two of you 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 and Phil are are taking in the sights uh at on the bow of the ship. Uh and you uh uh you hear some footsteps behind you. Uh, And as you turn and look, uh, Lenara, the first mate, is there and she she gives you a little wave. And are you are you enjoying the sights? Oh, very much. This is this is quite beautiful. I guess it is kind of forget after a while. It's you see the same thing almost every day. It becomes commonplace, even if it is. But admittedly magnificent. You can see that she's like kind of taking it in, like she's seeing it from a different perspective because you're seeing it for the first time that she's almost reevaluating what she's seeing. I I can imagine seeing it constantly would kind of make it feel uh, normal. Being on solid ground is almost more of a novelty now than going through this actually being in a town with people other than these chuckle fucks behind me. (laughs) (laughs) You see a handful of them like look up and kind of look shitty about it. She turns and gives them a glare and they go and they go back (laughs) to work. If you don't mind me prying, uh, uh, Captain did not uh, divulge much to us. Uh, or me more specifically, uh, what are you 
What are you doing on the Brava? Um, we are heading to Aetherport. Yeah, and Captain told us that much, at least, but what, uh, what's your business in Aetherport? Oh, <laughs> we're just checking in on some people, a friend of us, of ours, said oh, yeah. needed assistance. Hmm. Have you ever been to Aetherport before? Um, when I was younger, yes. Yeah. Like 50 years ago? I, I, <laughs> I, I have a hard time gauging your age. Uh by the ball patch difficult. in the middle of your hair. <laughs> you must be ancient. Um, there are quite a few years. It's not what it used to be. I don't know what you remember, but I remember it. I remember it 20 years ago and 50 years ago and 200 years ago. Oh, oh right, because she's an elf lady. She's, okay. Yeah, I totally I forgot like, that. Jesus! Ha <laughs> 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 ha! Surprise, oh. Methuselah! Well, hi. It, it has not been that long. Ah. <laughs> uh, I don't. If it were that long, I definitely would not be aging. I would definitely be aging quite well, I guess. Not as well as you. She shrugs her shoulders. Yeah. I have some family left there, but most have moved on uh, to greener pastures. But uh, you know what it's like if you have a stinky armpit. It's been a while since you've been able to get into a bath. And then you, instead of doing something about it, you just let it go for a very long time. Oh. That's Aetherport. Well, perhaps that's the problem we are going to solve then. I hear snickers from below deck. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking. That can't possibly I, be the most efficient way to move this barrel. There you go. I, I can't remember. Did we introduce ourselves to her? You you all had a, a short exchange. I, 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 I don't remember if you actually exchanged names. <sighs> I should remember that, but it's been a fucking month. Yeah. And my brain hurts. So, so yeah. I'm going to go on the assumption that we haven't. Um... So I'll stick my hand out and go, I don't recall if we were introduced or not. Um, I am Trevor Ironjaw. She shakes your hand. Uh, it is rough that, sh that she's led a sailor's life for a very long time. She has rough, yeah, very nice, rough, calloused, nice, strong nice hands. Nice, sturdy grip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm Lenara. It's it just nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you as well. Uh, it's interesting having a few different faces on our fine ship. Oh. Whatever your true business in Aetherport, because I'm not an idiot. Uh, <laughs> whatever your true business is there, just follow your nose. To be quite so, honest, I, I don't 
know our exact true business. It's very vague details. Like what, if you don't mind me asking? We we go back and forth from Aetherport at least a handful of times each year. Maybe I can give you some kind of direction. Now, fill me in again. Wasn't so it's it's someone's whispering in the in the kid's ear essentially. Yeah, yeah. And, and the uh, the 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 king. Uh, so and, and the king of Riven. Uh, his name is is uh, Gibbous Jubilee, and oh, yeah, he has an advisor. Fucking weirdest. Uh, he has an advisor that is, uh, at least in the opinion of some of the local governing governors, uh, is feeding bad intel and uh, trying to push through some bad policy uh, like the the t- some of the townships and some of the, the smaller areas are getting hit harder with taxes uh, there's been more talk of uh, like a nationalized army which is something that has not been heard of ever for Riven that the subcontinents have been very independent uh, and, and still answer to the central government but are by and large their own sovereign city-states basically hmm. uh, and so that's made a lot of people pretty wary and that's why Amelia is uh, has asked you to check in and see if you can get more information um, the I guess rumor, as it may be, is that the king's advisor is not not being very well. He's advising against the people. Hmm. Well, that is... uh politicians for you though i i must ask which which advisor and there's the vague part <laughs> he's got this this red outfit real evil looking fucking goatee very long face walks <laughs> around with a snake staff <laughs> he he has at least last i heard but it's been it's been the better part of 6 months since we've been there uh last i heard he had two advisors that were taking both sides of Ooh. his hearing. Uh, one was uh, a elderly, not elderly, but maybe your age, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, gentleman named Malus. Uh not very much is known about him. He he kind of he hung around and uh, when uh, the Jubilee father was still in power before he died. Uh, he was around, but he held no sway. And since Gibbous has taken the throne, then he's been around a lot more. The other is 
uh, a long-standing uh, shining example of citizenship of Aetherport named Lord Tyrillian Lavin. That's the bad guy. You can't. You can't. <laughs> you can't just do that. We've done. Hey. We've done. We've we've exhausted that choice in this campaign. <laughs> we got to come up with new excuses. We can't just be like he sounds bad, so he's bad. <laughs> we're we're better. If you we're ask, better than that, Brad. Now, it, it, if you ask me, someone with as pretentious of a name <laughs> as Lord Tyrillian. <laughs> Lavenworth obviously has some questionable motives, but I could not that's agree just coming more. from a <laughs> coming from an honest sailor. Well, Lavenworth always pays their debts, though. So <laughs> you know, it's, so it almost seems as if this were one of those uh, those moving pictures that. Uh, um, the, the person running it really wants you to think that it's the guy that hung around in the back and then you know, the other one who's all noteworthy should should be the good guy. So it's obviously that one. Lord Tyrillian Lavenworth is uh, not only the presiding member of the Aetherport Senate, but he is also the uh, uh, I don't know what the term that they use, but he heads the Merchant Guild of Riven as well. Um, crook would probably be, be the term <laughs> that I would use. <laughs> what the fuck, man? What happened to you when you died? <laughs> You're not up there! <laughs> Move your barrels! <laughs> uh, Hopefully those two pieces of information give you something more to go off of. Uh, at least you have some names to go with the questionable things happening. <laughs> yeah, I super trust everything that Ken Bottle feeds us. <laughs> Not that I heard it, so that's fine. <laughs> Cutting back over to... Hang on, Brad, Brad, was, Brad was trying to say something. Oh. Let him fucking say okay. his two I'm cents. Sorry. And then I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Alright, give me your give me your two coppers. I, I do appreciate the information. Any extra we have to go on will be uh, much helpful. Yeah. Just uh, stay away from the more sweaty parts of Aetherport and you should be fine. Uh, it, see, I used the same metaphor from before the metaphor, with the armpit. Yeah. Yeah. See, see. Okay. Well, humor is humor's lost on you, I guess. <laughs> we can. We've found ourselves in stinky situations before and made it out, so. That's a fucking understatement. Well, if you need anything along our journey, feel free to ask me. Uh, Kirby's. Oh, yes, she, I, she she looks she looks at her non-existent watch and she said, "Give it an hour or two, and he'll be drunk off of his ass and of little help to you." Yes, so, I, I don't plan on speaking to him unless I have to. Possibly one of the wisest choices since you've set foot on this ship. <laughs> <sighs> so now we will cut back over to Harkos. 
Harkos, you go below deck and there is a flurry of activity. Uh, you see that most of this ship is made uh, up of some sort of storage areas. Uh, within those storage areas, there's plenty of hammocks and, and stuff that have been set up for people to sleep in, but it seems like a majority of the space on the ship is for cargo. Uh, the people's sleeping arrangements are more or less an afterthought. Uh, but it doesn't seem like it bothers anybody. They've got their own little personalizations, like they got pictures tacked up uh, near their hammocks and, you know, like shelves that they've built into the support beams and those kind of things. So they, it seems like they do little things to make it seem like home. Uh, but they got to make their money, so yeah. they got to have space for it. Uh, a lot of those areas are filling up very quickly as people are shuffling back and forth with large boxes and barrels and crates of stuff that you see labeled with different things, whether it's food or raw materials and that kind of stuff. Uh, all of it with the, you know, uh, Aetherport, like, seal that's been scratched out or completely removed. And you can see where things have been damaged to remove those. Uh, definitely pirated goods. You head in uh, to where you're assuming that this storage net is going to get lowered to, and as you open up the door to it, you can see this large net being slowly hoisted down. What do you do? Hello, um, I'm looking for Evelyn, um, the totally not superstitious guy upstairs sent me to, <laughs> trying to help do, do my part, part of the airship, part of the crew. Oh, that's, uh, that's me, I'm Evelyn. I, oh and your eyes focus down and see a young cobalt woman. I hate everything about you. <laughs> uh, that she has a barrel about the size of her thrown up on her shoulder that she is moving uh, over to uh, like an assembly line that's been set up with people that are getting stuff moved out from, from this area. There's going to be a moment where Harkos has his uh, Iron's Edge nom flashbacks seeing a kobold. <laughs> is it... Definitely not the same. Well, yeah, look I, I was going to say it's just all. one of those things that he realizes, like the the race and everything, and he like probably extremely unnoticeable, but just so the audience doesn't think that I'm just instantly like, oh, it's kobold, it's fine. Arcos knows. And he's just like, wait, it's fine. Different situation. She's not a piece of shit. She doesn't even look that trapezoid shaped. She's actually got rounded corners. <laughs> there is more a, of a rhombus. A, there is a picture of Evelyn in the Trello. Um, in case in case you wanted to check. Uh, but she, uh, she throws the barrel down uh, with a solid thud as uh, another... Uh, a burly half orc comes over and and she grabs it and 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 moves it along the assembly line. Uh, but Evelyn looks over at you. What can you do? I mean, you don't seem 
like big? Can you, do you think you can move some of these barrels? I'm willing to try. I, I told the man upstairs that I I wasn't really sure. I've, I've been booted off these ships a lot as a child, so I didn't really get to do much. Um, I'm, I'm really good at stabbing and punching, which I realize isn't going to come in super handy right now, but um, I'm, I'm very, I'm a quick learn. So, well, we will use those talents when it comes to opening the ale kegs. But for now, I mean, that sounds like something I could do. For now, we've got cargo to move. Please, by all means, try your hand. She sounds so dainty, and her picture looks like she'll kick your ass. <laughs> and I love it. I might let her. No, just so. Do just you want to? Okay. Do you want to make a valiant attempt here? I certainly will try. All right, roll a strength check for me. So a check, just using your uh, your ability score. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not the worst. It's a fourteen. Hey, I. Uh, with some effort, you are able to uh, pick it up. You can't, like, throw it over your shoulder like you've seen some of the other people doing, mm-hmm. but you're able to, like, granny carry it over to uh, the assembly line, and and they're able to take it. Uh, Evelyn looks at you, and she kind of gives you a nod. Well, I'm uh, pleasantly surprised. You seemed a little bit more... Sinewy than uh, muscle bound. So, hmm. well, I, I'm no stranger to hard work. I don't necessarily enjoy it, but it um, it keeps things moving. So, definitely necessary. Are you one of the ones that Kirby brought? It, yes, I, I am. He, we met him in Aramor and um, we're trying to hitch a ride to Aetherport. Oh, so you met him in Aramor? Yes. Yeah. Greedy bastard didn't even let any of the rest of us go ashore for that. I wanted to get drunk too, but no. Yes, I was, I didn't recognize any of the faces here. It looked like you had all been here for some time. Well, well, just Captain Kirby going to get business. None of the rest of us can go ashore. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. We'll take some time in Aetherport. Well, if it, if it makes you... I don't know if it makes any better, but my um, my friend caught him cheating at cards and called him on it. Uh, so... <laughs> it... Yeah, we've all caught him cheating at cards. We just stopped doing anything about it after a while. Because he's not really that good at it. Yes, I I was a little worried he was going to take more offense, and I was trying to just ignore it myself. But <laughs> Yeah, he's, uh, 
he's a character for sure. I, it's, uh, I've only been working for him for a couple of years now, but, you know, he's, he's done right by me for the most part. Oh, good. He, he, I've, I've obviously not known him long, but he, he didn't seem like a total piece of crap, so that was, yeah. it's definitely a positive he, for, for my friends and I lately, so. I, I'd say about, you know, 20% crap. 80% pretty decent, you know? Oh, well, it's very much um, an improvement. You, we've usually been dealing with the inverse. Yeah. Now that, that was my last ship, too. I, 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 uh, last captain I worked for, I just didn't care about the job, you know? Just... He didn't enjoy the sailing. That's that's at least something about Kirby is that he does, he does love being up in the skies. Well, it's it's beautiful out here. I mean, like like I said, yeah. I, I I stowed away a few times as a young Alet Kokra, so um, I I've kind of been dreaming of this day, and. Um, I'm not. I'm not displeased. Well, glad that you could uh, experience some warmth in your life from the Brava. Where Where are you from? Uh, you said that you stowed away on ships like this. Yes, I. I was always very intrigued um, by this life. Um, I don't know if it was the freedom or just the change of pace, but I. Uh, Never made it very far with the ships before they turned around and took me back. I, I, I was raised at the, um, the sanctuary of Okaido, and uh, the what? the brothers there they they traded with pirates who frequented the area. You, you're from that stuffy old place. <laughs> yes, um, it's um, not some of the proudest times of my life. Or, or necessarily the best, but it you is see, it is my. She, she, like in the middle of your conversation, she like goes around and starts like trying to look behind you, like and is like checking things. It's real awkward. What, what um? Mind if I ask what you're doing? Oh, I'm I'm just checking to see where the stick up your ass is. <laughs> no, uh, uh, you. You misunderstand. I um, I was abandoned there, and they they were kind enough to take me in and make sure that I made it to now. So I I am indebted to them for that. But the um, the making it to now wasn't exactly an easy road. So she she looks up at you and in, 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 like a strange amount of sincerity for how casual she's been up to this point. You don't owe shit to anybody for shit. Well, I, I suppose not. Um, you can't, you can't live a life thinking about the debts that you owe to anybody who's given you an ounce of kindness in the past. Keep them close, but if they fuck you. 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Fuck him right back. Fucking sailor mouth. <laughs> well, I... I mean, I didn't... My exit wasn't... Um, the most kind, so I I feel like I got in a couple shots of my own. But um, yes, I I spent the early years of my life there, but I don't necessarily claim that as home. My my home is on it's where the the job the work takes me. Feel that, brother? Yes, I'm. I imagine so. So, so you hung out with pirates a little bit? Every now and again, yes. They teach dice? I've I've seen dice. I I definitely dabbled in cards a bit more, but I I saw some things. Okay. Well, uh, after everything's stowed, we usually have a, you know, some of us do a little bit of a card game. You know, before uh, before it's lights out for the night. Uh, if you're interested, you can come on by. Oh, yes, I would. I would very much enjoy that. We we either do cards or dice. I'm not sure where we're at in the rotation right now. I'd be very pleased with either. Then uh, maybe after you could join me in my hammock. 
Oh my god! Whoa! Okay, hang on. I don't. I Nick, don't detract. Focus. Hone in. <laughs> um, what? I mean, um, uh, it. The um, I don't. I don't uh, necessarily. Oh. Are those are those feathers around your cheeks turning red a little bit? <laughs> oh, he, he Argos looks like he just came out of the fucking dryer. I was gonna say, did all of your feathers just go poof? <laughs> like as as he's stuttering, like just just more and more sections, like because <laughs> he's. You see that there's some of the other crewmates around are kind of giggling a little bit. Uh, and she she gives you a solid like on the shoulder and hoists another barrel up and starts getting stuff moving. <sighs> Golly, I'm gonna go move shit with the front of Tarkus's pants. Apparently, I <laughs> uh, so day starts to pass. Christ, what was that? <clears throat> She's a fucking sailor. She doesn't give a shit, and she didn't get to go. On land, yeah. She was some of the bird strange. She's all, she's all bent up. Apparently, <laughs> no, no, Brad. She's not. That's the problem. She'd like to be. She's. <laughs> she caught the bird flu. I don't know what to tell you. Oh my god! I, but I a day a day continues to pass. Uh, can I have the two of you do me a solid and roll d twelves? Fucking no. I refuse. Fucking no. I just got a 10. I rolled a 2. Okay. Okay. Um, I didn't like the second one you said. <laughs> uh, things... You're you're starting to get kind of to the end of, of this work, Harkos. And uh, uh, Trevor, what have you been doing in the meantime? It's been a couple of hours since we last checked in. Honestly, I think he probably would have just hung out on the bow, just yeah. taking it everything in. I mean, I've I've now seen it from three different perspectives. You know, we, I, we walked through the quiet. I was in the chaos and now I'm in the chaos again, but safe. Uh, do you chit chat with any other crew members that come across, or, or are you? If if anybody like, spoke to him, yeah. But right. roll, uh, roll high or low. That is how low. You are you rolling it or am I rolling it? Uh, you you roll it. Go Tell on. me what you got. Okay, so low. I got a nineteen. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's a couple, but they kind of like exchange just real quick greetings with you and and that's about it you don't get in, in, into any like in-depth conversations yeah, i'm okay with it uh so uh this time all passes <clears throat> uh if, oh my god that's been going on the whole time in the background hasn't it <laughs> if he's on the fucking bow of course it fucking has <laughs> uh so a couple hours pass uh harkos you're you're starting to get uh your your arms a little jellyfied after all this heavy lifting, uh, and you see you're you're getting kind of chummy with a uh, handful of the guys and girls that are down here, uh, and 
you know, the, the work's starting to go a little bit smoother as you're getting used to the flow and rhythm of it. But Trevor, you're seeing something off in the distance. Go ahead and roll a perception to see how well you perceive Man. it. Man, it's one of those space whales from Star Trek. Another 19 uh, plus, I think, four. Yeah, 23. Silence. Okay. Trek. Uh, it's almost like a storm. That there's, It's darker. Like, it's still that, that white rainbow light, but it's darker. Uh, like a storm cloud um, that you're coming up to. Um, whoever the closest person is to me, I, I'm, I'm, excuse me. Uh, there's a, a human guy that's that's sir, pretty close to you, sir. Sir, yeah, yeah. Is is that normal? He he's like kind of almost looks exasperated, and he kind of comes up close to where you are and peeks over the bow and you see his eyes get wide. I'm going to assume that is not normal and, and he bad things turns are about to happen. and doesn't hear a damn thing that you just say and starts yelling at the top of his lungs like storm! Storm coming in! Oh dear. And runs over to a bell and starts ringing it. Oh dear. Oh dear. Uh, and you can see that uh, and Harkos, you hear the bell from down below and everybody kind of stops and listens and you hear four tolls go on the bell. And as soon as that fourth one hits and there's not another one, everybody flips shit and starts going. Uh, it starts like prepping stuff, it seems, that they're securing cargo, they're lashing stuff to uh, to itself, and and a flurry, absolute f- flurry of activity. Oh, dear. I, I feel like there there might be uh, a moment of pause, and then when, when Harkus realizes that, like, clearly some shit is going down, he will uh, just do his best to jump in and, and assist in any way he can. Okay. I after a few beats of you kind of like trying to jump in and help, uh Evelyn grabs you and is and is like, come with me. And or, oh, come with me. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> this this could go two ways. <laughs> so I, I go. Haha, I've got you now. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck getting away from me, Mr. Bird. <laughs> my, my willingness uh, to follow is not equal consent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she she grabs you and pulls you into one of the storage rooms, and there's plenty of other people in here, so, you know. It means nothing uh, to Nick. Which means nothing, but um, <clears throat> that she starts telling you uh, to grab as many ropes, lashes, and chains as you can, and to follow her. I do that. Okay. Uh, so you load yourself for bear and uh, follow her as she charges up the up the stairway and up onto the main deck uh, and starts kind of shouting orders to people to start chaining like cannons and all that stuff to the to the decks. Uh, you can see as she's starting to point out these orders and something that you didn't notice before is that around pretty much everything that's movable up here, there are anchors set into the deck. 
uh, and people start lashing stuff to those anchors. That's so cool. You, you'd also see Trevor at the bow of the ship, like as people go by. Oh, excuse me. Uh, pardon me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trevor, after, if, if, uh, if you if you if you notice Harkos come out of the bow, the, the bow, the bowels of the ship, um, I know you've seen me fight dragons and shit with you. I've never looked more like a man in my life. <laughs> following this beautiful cobalt woman out of the ass of the ship. <laughs> Full fucking. Are you still puffy? Loaded up. Well, okay. Also that. Because um, I didn't know I was about to have that storage room. Uh, Harkos didn't rather. Uh, he wasn't but, puffy for a little bit there until she said, "Come with me," and he went. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel like I feel like Harkos to load himself up properly would have like chains draped like a sash across his chest and stuff. He just got all these ropes and all this shit. And I just you you don't see Harkos in anything but ropes. So I just I just wanted to make a comment. That uh, Trevor, of all people, probably be like, "No oh, fucking shit! What the hell happened while he was downstairs?" <laughs> Is this your new See, yeah, now, now, no. now, part of me wants to get a hold of Toby and be like, "Can you draw Harkos like poofed?" Poofed like somebody just said something really inappropriate to him, <laughs> and uh, he looks really bashful about it. <laughs> oh man. Oh, man, that'd be great. Uh, but after you, you have a handful of people that that just run straight past you, Trevor, uh, yeah, and I, don't I pay attention. <laughs> uh, and then you see Kirby walking with great purpose towards you. Oh, and he looks at you. And he's you need to move. Obviously. What do you want me to do? Oh, I, I don't want to put you into danger. I, I these can Kirby, get. We've been in danger plenty of times. Let me help. He, he, you see, he looks around. I, uh, and he points to Harkos. He's like, "Go and take some of the burden off of him, and help." We'll do. So I'll head that way. Uh, so you head over that way and you you see you now see Evelyn uh, barking out orders to, to people to, and and giving directions out uh, and Harkos loaded for bear with chains as people do, people are basically like running past him and grabbing a chain or a leather lash or something off of him and then running off to go in and tie something down Uh so, so she you, she's barking orders. So as I head that direction, I'm I'm going to say, "What would you like me to do?" To her, I who that who the hell are you? I'm here with Harkos. Allow oh. me to help. Oh, you're here with Harkos. Wait, wait, wait! Not the time. Um, oh, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Um, grab grab some chains and. Just hear the rustling of chains as my feathers fight to raise themselves. <laughs> uh, you, Nick, don't you, feel you like you look... have to put a sound effect in for that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you look, uh, huh? you look, you look brawny. 
Johnny, um, grab grab some of the chains and work on the cannons. So, so as I grab the change, the chains, um, Hakus, are you all right? Uh, I mean, we're about to be in a very large storm, but yes, why? I've never seen you do that before. You you look a little different. Well, they're just chains. It's not like it's armor or anything. I, I'm just uh, trying to be helpful. Uh, uh, yes, yes, the, the chains. Um, anyways, <laughs> I'll grab a couple, however many I can carry, and go start strapping shit down. Harkos' internal right. monologue goes off. And on that day, he felt very strange about the exchange he had with Trevor Ironhall. <laughs> What was he referencing? Yeah, that's right. Harkless's internal monologue sounds completely fucking different. What up? Check it. I uh, so you you grab a, a an armful of these chains and and you can see that it, they're this is what they're made for right. is to to lash things these things down. So they have like hooks and uh you know and hooks and and I want I keep on wanting to say sinkers, but that's not the fucking term I'm looking for. Uh, they've got hooks and stuff that are made to latch onto these anchors that are set into the deck. Unless Evelyn gets a hold of them. What? What? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, oh. I, I, I said unless Evelyn gets a hold of them. <laughs> um. So after uh, it, it takes you. With the amount of activity, it does not take very long to get all of this, uh, to to get all of this done. Uh, and once people finish with the jobs that they're doing, they haul ass below deck. Uh, you, Harkos, uh, your your load is lightened quite a bit. You've got just a couple other lashes and, and a chain or two that is still on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't seem like anybody else is coming to grab stuff. Uh, Trevor, you finish lashing like your third or fourth cannon. And uh, you look around and it seems like everything is anchored. I strap myself to the mast. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Uh, Lenara will pop out from below deck and kind of takes a look around at everything. And, okay, I think it looks like everything's good. If you you all get below deck, we... Now it's our turn. I'm head below deck. Hey, so you, you head below deck and you can see as you're getting down, like there's spots for people to actually anchor themselves. You can see people have tied themselves off to support beams, uh, wall structures, anything like that. Uh, Lenara, as she's kind of like walking through all of this, she like these can get rough. Uh, they're rare, but that they can be bad. Uh, and she points at the the chains the the couple of chains that are left on Harkos and she says that find find an anchor point and get yourself tied off 
should I, should I anchor myself between Harkos and, and uh, Evelyn just to make sure nothing, nothing funny happens? <laughs> <laughs> That's on you. <laughs> Definitely going to tie. You know, actually, I'm going to I'm going to uh, uh, see if I can't tie down next to uh, how you just said her name. The first mate. Yes. Lenara. Lenara. Yeah. I uh, so it, it takes a, a bit because she's going through and checking everybody else. But eventually she grabs a chain off of uh, off of a wall and ties herself down. There's a spot that's fairly close to her. OK, that's that's what I want to do. Where hey, Harkos, where are you? Where's uh, Phil? Uh, Phil was. Uh, <laughs> damn it, Ken. Uh, He's still Phil, on the bow. Oh God! Phil. He didn't move. Um, I heroically Phil, fly up. <laughs> Phil of Andrew, no. I uh, Phil was assisting in the same kind of capacity that uh, Trevor was. I uh, and you saw him go below deck. I uh, and kind of like check to see what you guys were doing just a moment or two before you did. Okay, so I'll I'll. Uh, but you you spot him. Uh, that he's tied off uh, next to next to some of the the folks that you were helping below deck. Is there is there space near him? Uh, yeah, I'll go over there. Okay, so you get yourself tied off, and uh, you catch eyes with Phil, and he just kind of and this wasn't ex- guess we should have expected trouble, shouldn't we have? It's never a dull moment for us, is there? Uh, no, certainly not. Uh, speaking of dull moments, Harkos didn't. <laughs> did I hear the the conversation earlier? I don't. Um, I don't <laughs> totally <laughs> understand what exactly you. People all think is what you reference. I just, I was helping with the barrels. Is, is all I was some. And then is this strap tighter gonna, all of a sudden? Gonna, gonna play cards and um, that's uh, that's all I am. Um, that's I. I'm not. Uh, oh, if the storm could hurry up and hit us, that'd be pretty great. <laughs> After a, a few more moments, I uh, you see Kirby come down from above, uh, from the, the top deck. Uh, and he kind of, like, things are starting to get a little bit shaky. Uh, but you see that he is very sure-footed in this moment. Uh, and kind of, like, rides the the wiggles and waves of the ship uh, and keeps himself balanced and grabs a hold of a, uh, a leather strap coming from the ceiling pretty close by you and Phil and looks over at the two of you and is like hope you're hope you're buckled up tight uh get ready for a ley line storm and then it hits and it's like nothing that you've ever felt Harkos you've flown but it's never made you sick it's never made you feel like you're about to lose your taquitos. The, the the one thing that I want to say 
given that you're good with it, um, I know that I've conveniently made lots of references this episode, which was unintentional, but um, I want to say that Harkos almost starts to have like a light panic attack because of his little first memories dream. So I'm not saying that it was like that, but because there's like wind buffeting the side of the ship and everything, it's hitting him. So he's just, he's reasonably freaking out, as I'm sure other people might be. But Harkos, I feel like, is maybe a little elevated. I just wanted to say that because okay. I started thinking about that as the storm was coming in. I was like, I bet you this would hit him different. Like he probably he yeah. probably was so caught up in prepping the ship that he didn't it never he never thought about it. And then the fucking bad would start happening, and then there would just be something that he almost, like, just shuts down. Oh, I get it. I, I, I'm i feeling you. I love it. Uh, Trevor, uh, you're close by Lenara, and she seems to be handling this fairly well, uh, that she's keeping herself pretty steady along with the rocks. Uh, but when that same, you know, that same kind of force hits that she almost loses her footing for for just a second, but is able to grab a hold of of uh, the, the chain and steady herself. And she locks eyes with you and she just shakes her head a little bit like uh, roll a roll a perception, uh, either perception or insight, whichever one you feel better about. Yeah, perceptions. That's a 20 on the roll. So 24. Yeah. She's scared. Oh, um. I. Okay, so so she she definitely looks scared. I'm going to look around real quick. What are you looking for? I'm looking at everybody else's faces just to see. Uh, with that perception, the, if she's scared, these people are pooping themselves. All right, so I like I want to cast calm emotions. Oh, uh, is it an area or can you only it's, affect a certain uh, number? It's range of 60 feet. You attempt to suppress strong emotions in a group of people, each humanoid in a 20 foot radius sphere centered on the point you choose. Uh, must make a charisma savings throw. A creature can choose to fail this saving throw if it wishes. Creature fails its saving throw. Choose one of the following two effects. You can suppress any effect causing the target to be charmed or frightened. When this spell ends and the suppressed effects resume. Alternatively, you can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice. Uh, okay, so it doesn't really work like how I intended it. Well, but I mean, you, we, we can justify that this is an effect that's causing fear. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. So I, I you, think that you could use it in that that way. You used it this same way before in the um, on the guy that was cocooned oh, did, yeah. in the Underdark because Ken liked it. Because I mean, it's fucking calm emotions. Like I get the spell says it does yeah. what it does if you're in combat, but it still it still fucking calms emotions. So, so yeah, twenty foot radius <laughs> yeah. sphere. So I'll center it where I can get the most people. Okay, I yeah, I uh, towards the center of the room that you're in. I uh, that. That would probably hit the most. Uh, Harkos, roll a roll a d twenty. High, you're close enough to get affected. Low, you're not. Gotcha. Uh, 
Okay. Is it is it a low? Just it was a nine. Oh, of course. Uh, so so <laughs> you were like a wall of magic, an inch from Harkos's big toe, and he's just like, please, please make it stop. <laughs> I well, Phil's like, I don't know what you're freaking out about, dude. I feel fucking fine. <laughs> of course you do. Thanks a lot for nothing, Trevor. Phil, Phil's fucking magic high right now. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, so, it, Trevor, you you drop this and you instantly see the wave of kind of relief on everybody's face. I uh, and uh, Lenara looks at you and she kind of cocks her head to the side and she's, "Did you do that?" Um, yes. Better? Yeah. Much. Oh, she looks around at everybody else and she's, wow, you... Good good thinking. Well, I figured if you were worried, <laughs> everyone else may be also. She, she kind of, like, readjusts herself. She, I wasn't worried. Um, <laughs> yes, of, of, of course you were not. I uh, so things start to get worse. I uh, at some points you can actually feel the effects of gravity changing and shifting around you as this as as the Brava passes through this storm. Uh, that it's the effects of this are as such that you feel like below is is at your side that your left is now your right, but it's Ugh. also down and it it's it's unpleasant to say the least uh you start to hear groans and cracks from the hull of the ship oh that can't be good uh and you see lenora kind of like looking around trying to spot where these noises are coming from and then it gets louder like it's been loud but this is almost like you're standing in the engine of the train and and it's it roars around you and you're actually feeling the energy you remember this feeling from when you got trapped when you got sucked out of the train you remember how the ley line felt you remember what it felt like to walk through the ley line to get through into into to the skull and you're feeling that right now. Harkos, you are as well. I don't know how aware you are based on what you said, but you're feeling it. I feel like I would just double down on him. I also, the, the second ago, you said it got fucking worse. I feel like Harkos is getting closer and closer to a fucking fetal position. Um, you're just dangling in the air from your strap <laughs> in a fetal position. <laughs> And then it stops. It's very eye of the stormish. And you hear something. As does everyone around you. Oh shit. Trevor Iron Jaw. What? X fucking excuse me? Marcos. Pasaro. Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> Why? It's just one fucking normal day. <sighs> After a few moments, Trevor Ironjaw. Oh dear. So, Harkos Hasara. I'm gonna look at Lenara and go, this is probably not smart, but. And I'm gonna unhook myself. She looks at you and she reaches out and grabs a hold of your, your sleeves. What the hell are you doing? Do you, are we the only ones that hear our names? If that's your name, then no, I'm hearing it too. But what the wonderful? Then I suppose I should check and see what it is. Oh, gods! (sighs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna smile at her and go. Believe me when I tell you, we've been through some things. This isn't out of the ordinary. She shakes her head at you. Uh, it's just kind of dumbfounded. I appreciate your concern. We'll be Do back. you go? Uh, Harkos, you, you can hear and see Trevor <laughs> unhooking himself. Harkos? Um, so Harkos is very shakily. Like, you, Trevor, you can see that he's he's shaking shaking like his his body is trembling um but he'll go to uh unhook his chains too and and stand up to meet trevor and go i um i suppose that's our cue anymore isn't it hackers if you don't want to go i know it's it's um I'll, I'll, I'll be all right. This is um, just bad memories. Is all I. We can talk about it later sometime. Um, when destiny creepily sings your your name on the the, the wind, you you can't hide in the bowels of a ship. So, I'm going to draw my hammer, put my hand on Harkos's shoulder, and go. But you don't have parchment. How are you gonna? <laughs> I fucking hate drop, that joke. I hate it so much. <laughs> I drop my hammer and put my hand on Harkos's shoulder and say, "Well, friend, the last time, whenever this happened, it, you didn't have me to have your back." Um. Harkos calms down a fair amount. And he like kind of t- takes a couple deep breaths and goes, thank you. And he'll unsheathe, because I don't have any paper either, his spear. <laughs> and uh, go, um, let's go, I suppose. Well, hang on. He'll turn to Phil and be like, you don't have to go out there if you don't want to, since the creepy he's voice already, isn't saying he's, your name. He's he's already unhooking himself. Okay, I where you guys go, I'm going with. Well, depending on how it goes, we'll be we're obviously very pleased to have your backup as well. Uh, and then I'll turn to Trevor and go. Well, time to find a new problem. Yeah. Yes. 
Uh, Phil unhooks the Morning Star from his belt, and he's like, "All right, let's go and stab whatever's calling your names." You head above deck, and you see a uh, just from looking up into the sky, you can see you are within this storm. I. Uh, you see the the bubble that's around the ship is shifting and pushing and pulsating against the force of whatever is happening outside. Uh, and as you breach up to the top deck, the thing that startles you the most is that there's somebody up here. Of course there is. It's not a person per se there's a being a being made of pure light pure white rainbow light standing near where you were standing Trevor at the bow of the ship It paces back and forth, running its white light hands across the railing of the ship and lingers for a moment where you stood and spent so much time. And then it turns to face you. Trevor Ironjaw. Harkos Basar. You have touched me, but we have not met. Oh my god. And uh, who might you be? And that, my friends, is where we'll call it. Is where we will call it for tonight. Thank you, Kala. Kala's also need angry. Comments from the damn cat peanut gallery. Back <laughs> well, you didn't She's get it from, you that get you it from Brad it or I. Too. She's like, "Fucking really? That's where you're stopping?" Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she told you for us. <sighs> oh, All right. Well. Shit. Thank you all very much for joining us at our table. Uh, If you're enjoying what you're listening to, we would kindly ask that you show us some support. You can do so in a couple of different ways. The first is through Patreon. We are good little warlocks and offer up sacrifices to our patrons by means of the different tiers that you can choose. She is so fucking pissed off. (laughs) Jesus. She's like, really? Are you done? Really? Right there? I was listening. <laughs> Kala, under the trench coat. Jesus. <laughs> She's got some fucking comments. Uh, if Patreon isn't your thing, you could do something. As- oh my goodness. <laughs> it's all sanded. All of it. She, she, she has a hold of one of the little stuffed animals that 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 Atticus plays with 
and she's just carrying it around and then she'll set it down and she'll meow and then she'll grab it again <laughs> and walk around with it dad this is you this is your cliffhangers look look at me look at me you're not looking at me <laughs> jesus anyway i uh, you can do something as simple as just buying us a coffee if you go to ko-fi.com and search for rolling in the geek you can do a one-time donation there brad where can these fine folks get in touch with us you can subscribe to our newsletter on our website at rickgeekpodcast.com. Keep up with all things rolling in geek. Or you can find us on any of your favorite of your baking stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. And if you want to talk to a bunch of rad content creators, podcasters, artists, and all around cool people, you can join us in the Underground Oracle Discord through the link on our website. Thank you very much, Brad. Nick, this week... You are the sound cleric of the Arcana domain. With your deep reservoirs of arcane sound knowledge, you are able to twist and change not only the quality of our sound, but the quantity of our sound. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but it sounds mysterious, (laughs) as all things arcane should. Can you please dispel us something fun to go out on? Yeah. Um, say, <laughs> starting off strong with the with the returning to to episodes here in June. It's gonna be a hooty hoo from Nick. As Nick and Harco says we um, apparently are meeting the ley lines in episode seventy nine. Hmm. Uh, tune in next week to see just how much Nick and Brad decide they hate episode 80. Uh, Not like the country, like H-A-T-E-Y. This week, um, I got a good parody here. Uh, Oh, I say good. I don't know. I don't know if they're good. I have a parody here. Uh, They're always good. Fuck you. I showed it to Jen. And based on the content of it, she goes, how likely do you think that is to happen in the episode? And I was like, I would be surprised if it didn't. Uh, And conveniently, it happened a lot. So without further ado, here is uh, first parody after our brief vacation. Episode 79's parody song. Here we go. Gotta focus, gotta try and focus. Gotta focus, gotta try and focus. Gotta focus, gotta try and focus. From the moment that the mics are turned on. Crackling to life just for us. We try to focus our minds. Keep our eyes on the prize. We just want the listeners to have fun. But some days are worse than the others. Some episodes just can't be saved. And so try as we might, all our urges we fight. But in the end, it always happens. We've derailed again. It's no single person's fault. Especially hero episodes. And ones that end in a five. We swear it's not planned. And we're very sorry. But we all know 
will derail again soon. <laughs> oh, that one was real. Hey. Super real. That one that one fell out of me so easily, which probably says a lot about us. <laughs> oh man. Stop and recording. Boy, howdy, that sure was a good one, wasn't it? I just sure wish that there was something more we could give to you. You know what? Actually, I just heard a swell idea of a deal. You head on over to Patreon, and uh, we'll check out the uh, the subscription there, and you get yourself some early access to episode content. You can also get yourself that uh, pre-show we were talking about before the show. You also get that uh, 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 Under the Trench Coat, where they talk about all sorts of crazy stuff. You want to know what uh, went into this episode, some of the thoughts, ideas that went into this episode? Head on over to Patreon. Why don't you check it out? I'm sure they got a Under the Trench Coat up for it already. And remember, keep your days away from the meek by rolling in the geek. It's like bacon, but for your ears. Side effects may include excessive happiness, extra content, as well as possible overload of joy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.